a redfish run in Fort Lauderdale, abusing the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show, and join Captain Norm Beckoff for this month's therapy session, all this week on The Real Guy Podcast. Clear the airways. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is The Real Guy Podcast. I got everybody's world favorite captain, Captain Norm, in the studio today. How you doing? It's good to be here, back in the Better Duck Studios. Dude, it's, it's good to see you. This is actually Lunker Dog Studios. Is that what we call it now? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's the studio. It's the studio. But anyway, it's good good, good to have you. I, um, I want to bring it back. I want to bring it back to some of your posts. First, oh. well, first of all, I want to congratulate you uh, on what? on being able to stay on social media. On platform. social media, yeah, yeah. You're on a, you're on a roll. You're Did, like a solid three weeks. It, actually, I have not been banned. Well, here's I, there's a reason why. Norm Beckoff is done. Right. I'm calling you Norman from now on, Norman. Yeah, and it's a horrible experience because nobody calls me Norman. My mother calls me Norman. Well, okay. And me. Yeah. And 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 some ladies that actually respect me which are very few and far between uh will call me norman but most uh, mostly i'm norm okay having said that yes i have had to uh start up a new social and you know what it's like getting out of jail okay when you start a new social media a new uh, you know like a new page on facebook it's literally like getting out of jail you have to look up all your old friends <laughs> okay things aren't the way they used to be people suspect you they're not really sure if it's you okay it's just like getting out of jail i mean it's the same thing and then you got all these people that are coming at you that you don't know you didn't saw them before okay and i mean I, so okay. it's just like getting out of jail it's exactly like getting out of jail it really is so what do you think the percentage of people out there that can really understand that are? How many, how many times were you let out of jail, by the way? Let out every every single time. I, I don't know how, well, many, right, how, how many times, many times did put... I go in. I couldn't even begin to tell you. Okay? It's but, a long rap sheet. But when you get out, it's a lot like getting your social media accounts back. It's Well, actually, getting out is actually easier than starting a new social media account. Okay? Because nobody trusts that that's who you are. Hmm. When you start a new one, hmm. okay. So when you get out, they're like, "Oh yeah, where have you been?" <laughs> so, all right. Speaking of social media, and usually when we talk about social media, we're talking about dumb shit. Yeah. So I get a call from Josh Jorgensen, Black to Beige. Yeah, yeah. Google, YouTube, a shadow banning. Hunting channels and sport fishing channels under the realm of animal cruelty. Oh, I'm totally uh, that. You know what? That does not surprise me. That does that that absolute in this woke culture that we are living in. Okay, uh, that is absolute. Anytime you know something. Five years ago, if you had said that to me, I would have been like, "What?" Right. Now it's not a surprise. It's almost predictable. It's almost predictable. Uh, last night I heard on the news, I was listening to the news while I was driving back from Miami, okay, the governor of California has decided in his infinite wisdom with everything that's going on in that state that it's now a good idea for toy stores to come up with a gender-neutral section where they have, where, where the... So it's not for little boys or little girls, it's for it's the gender-neutral section. Just for the in-betweeners. The kids, whatever. I don't even know what that is. Okay? It's just, that's that that's where their focus is. All right, Norm. Okay. You're good. You're good. Don't get yeah. worked up about any of that. That if was they, at about a four. If they start doing that in the tackle store or Bass Pro or something, there's... I can see Bass Pro shops doing... Well, I don't know. I know Johnny Morris. Johnny's a pretty good guy. So well, I'm just saying, so. if this starts happening in that arena, not the <coughs> toy store... <clears throat> well, I mean, here it is. It's already starting. Okay, this woke... Whatever you want to call it, it's just woke culture. Woke culture. Okay, woke. All right? Where actually the people, I don't even know why they call it woke because they're not woke. They're freaking asleep. Okay? They have no idea what reality is. Well, this is this was my take on it. All right? Forget about the... Hunting and fishing. Yeah, forget about the whole animal cruelty thing. What about human cruelty? Josh, who's been nothing but a YouTuber since his adult livelihood. Yeah. 
who has two kids and a family and spends probably a quarter million dollars a year in production right to make a few bucks on YouTube right right they just plucked this whole livelihood right away from them. like it was nothing well did they really it just yes, means no yes they did it, they did well he his stuff is still on YouTube I mean people know who he is but you don't get paid unless people see it and if they're shadow banning it and they're freaking not letting people see it because they're trying to divert people into other types of content really? right which I got a feeling I haven't I haven't followed up on it, okay? But I will, and I'm going to. But what I, I got a feeling would this is like a testing the waters for huh. for Google, and to see how far they can get with it. But I got a feeling the big companies like a Bass Pro Shop or a friggin' uh, Shakespeare or something like that will take exception. And then when the big money takes exception, then the people at I mean, Google or whatever will. Then cave in again. But I think they're testing the waters. They think they're seeing how far they can go. Mm -hmm. How much power do they really have? But to me, it's sickening that they wouldn't consider somebody. Is that even legal? Whether it's legal or not. Can they do that? Whether it's legal or not, who who knows? Wait a minute. If you're buying Google ads, let's just say he buys a Google ad. Who? Josh. Okay. Okay. You can buy Google ads. What Josh should do. And this is, if you're listening, Josh, here's Captain Norm's suggestion. Captain Norm's okay. um, consulting on right, social right. media, is, Josh, just a, in case you don't know. This is a freebie, okay? <laughs> what you should do is try to go buy Google ads. They're not expensive, okay? And see if they'll sell them to you. Because if they won't, then there's something that's sinister there. But you understand, he's making money because... People are buying the ads to put on his content because his content is what people want to look at, which they are now filtering because right. they're worried about animals no, I understand. and that kind of thing. And they could care less if Josh friggin' starves in the streets. Oh, they, yeah. No, they could no, care I, less. I get it. There's a lot of those Sierra Clubbers out there and those people that they just don't understand. You know, Shit used to happen like that to Lamont and I back when we were doing YouTube and the Mullet Run channel and we were millions of views and all that. And then they would change an algorithm. Yeah. And then the views would go from whatever, a million or two a week to friggin' 100,000. You would just look at each other like, wow. But it's a good thing we weren't feeding our families off friggin' YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's the whole point. And then, to where you're 100% absolutely correct with Facebook and Instagram and all that, basically what they're doing is making it all pay to play, which is yeah. fine. Because that's the name of the game, and I can't believe they didn't do that a long time ago. And we thoroughly took advantage of the system over the years without paying. But now that you have my 5,000 friends on my personal page and the 250,000 followers on the Mullet Run page Mm -hmm. and the Instagram pages and the Twitter pages and everything, now they just straight up tell you, oh, yeah, I know you have all those people. If you want them to see your stuff, now you pay. Which I actually didn't add for the podcast. Well, Google Google is nothing more than a search engine. And okay. the biggest advertising seller in the world. Right. Anyway, it, um, regardless, all I know is sport fishing is looked down upon from those liberal freaks in California that run Google. Let me tell you and something. So is those liberal freaks have been trying to get their fingers into our fishery, our business for many many years okay and if we're not careful they're gonna get they're gonna get their way well they just okay. kick, they just kick josh in the balls in a big way in a big way yeah the only <laughs> way that i can think of him call, like i said kicking him back is if, if if he can buy google ads yeah it's the only way to kick him back josh knows better than us but anyway speaking of josh the black debate podcast that i did i got more response from that podcast than the other podcast ever going all different directions but the most common theme was people were glad that he was on the podcast because they got a different side of josh that they didn't know of which is exactly what the podcast is all about you know it's a funny thing that you said that because when i get hooked on something i want to learn as much about that as i can and i'm talking about either personalities like you know not not so much actors because i don't really care about actors but uh, like sports personalities, historical figures, rock bands, you know, yeah, rock bands, anything like that. Okay, I always want. There's always a new angle 
there's always a different angle, and I'm constantly yeah, searching for that. Yeah, the for more. I do. Yeah. I do. And that's what must have just really, you know, given it to a lot of people. That's great. Well, another thing, too, is, you know, the because it's so much different than the other short forms, you know, they actually got a chance to feel the kid. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you can't do. And then he's actor slash producer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In, yeah, yeah. in his videos. Yeah. So he's got to do both. Yeah. But only people get the actor side. They don't understand the producer. They don't understand the guy that's actually behind right. it. Right. Like, you know, the, it's, there's so many other, there's, there's more depth to every person than what you just see from their product. Right. And then from our standpoint, we always see the hardcore fisherman's view of it. Right. And. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether it's social media, TV, or anything. The hardcore fisherman's view of fishing is never going to be like everybody else's. No. Like when I was talking to Marciano about <laughs> Wicked Tuna, he's like, yeah, this show isn't made for the real guy. No, This show is made not. for the guy in Iowa that's farming corn most of his life that can use this as a, whatever, yeah. a night out. Yeah, but it's backfired. Because now the guy in, in Iowa decides he wants to go tuna fishing or he wants to come down here. And he wants to go fishing, and he charters a boat, and he thinks it should be just the way it is on Wicked Tuna, okay? And the rod should be bending all the time, and everybody's screaming and everything else like that, and they don't know how many hours and hours and hours it takes to actually accomplish something like that. Every fishing show in the history of fishing shows is guilty of that norm. I know. Everyone. I know. I hate it. You hate it? I, and that's the point exactly. Yeah. It's not for guys that are actually fishing. It's for... People were going fishing before there were fishing shows. I'd be all right if there were no more fishing shows. See, you got on this, you got on this, <laughs> rant, you got on this rant last time about the fishing show thing. I did. I did. Right. I'm not a big... I'm, I'm not a big... No, I got on a rant about fishing celebrities. Yes, you did. Yeah. It wasn't about the fishing shows. It was about the fishing celebrities. I, I think you offended them all. Well, you know. It's okay. It's okay. It's not my first time. We're going to offend some more people today, aren't we? I figure we will. Or at least you will. Um, <laughs> that's why I usually get you on here. You can do most of the offending the people for me instead of me doing it. And uh, then people point their fingers at me. But speaking of dumb shit. Yeah. Just in case the hunting and sport fishing animal rights shit isn't dumb enough. That is dumb. The Archdiocese of South Florida came up. We're pretty much the dumbest shit in the last six months for me anyway. And? They wouldn't let the kids at Cardinal Gibbons High School or St. Thomas High School have their homecoming dance. What? Yeah. Because of COVID. Okay? I can hear the Kenny Loggins music queuing up in the background. Now you can go to a Notre Dame, you can go to a Notre Dame game. 60,000, 70,000 people on that thing. All the freaking college campuses got their stadiums full. This is footloose. The public schools were allowed to have their homecomings and their football games and everything, but the kids at St. Thomas and Cardinal Gibbons weren't allowed to have a homecoming dance because of COVID. In the name of God. In the name of the Archdiocese, <laughs> which is fairly, fairly close in a lot of people's books. But anyway, how dumb is that? Well, you know, here's the thing. What they... And I... I'm only just paying attention to the news on the periphery because there's so much stupidity that's going on right now that I can't I, I can't waste that much energy on it. But I heard something the other day. Right. Okay. I heard that when all of the college football games started up, because that was really after COVID, that was the first major, you know, Super spreader events you know, that were allowed to happen. Super spreader, quote unquote, super spreader that was allowed to happen. Okay, and what happened? Nobody got COVID because of those things. Okay, it wasn't it wasn't the super spreader. They found out that it wasn't the super spreader events that they were that they had feared. Okay, so what do they do? They double down on stupid and not let kids get together. Uh, and and have a homecoming. Well, because they can... Well, I'm not sure what the heck the Archdiocese was thinking. I just thought it was dumb. And what I thought was great was the parents weren't having it 
and they just had the homecoming anyway. Got their own buses, rented their own place. The kids Amen. had a great time, and a fungal. A fungal. The same thing they're saying to Biden at the football games. What are you? Yeah. The same thing to the archdiocese what, what, this week is the parents. And how's that going to work out when you go to church next Sunday and they pass around that dish? I can tell you what I'd put in the dish. Well, <laughs> now, now, well, what's what, what's what's happened in the last couple of years is now everybody from all sides <laughs> of the aisle, from all religions, from everybody actually knows that there's so much dumb shit out there that nobody's right. Well, yeah, exactly. Nobody's right. No, nobody. They just keep they, piling up more dumb shit. Like that's the friggin' solution. That's it. Okay, and that's one of the reasons I can't watch the news anymore because as much as I used to think that. You know, fact and logic, and I mean, people are—you know—the old saying: people are entitled to their own opinions. They're not entitled to their own facts. Guess what? That's all out the window. And now you got parents standing up all over the country, saying, "Wait a minute, what the hell are you doing?" Right. Okay. And this thing with with the with the archdiocese, okay, and the parents having their own event anyway. Hey, that's them standing up for their rights. That's when people and those kids are seeing that. All right. Okay, that's a good thing. No, it's a great thing. I mean, people can only put up with so much dumb shit. That's right. Yeah, now, now absolutely. Did, did, didn't you make a list of dumb shit before I you came over here? I made a list here? of dumb shit, okay? And, I, you know, your level of dumb shit is way above my level of dumb shit because your dumb shit actually matters. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I mean, mine is trivial in comparison. I mean, the archdiocese being stupid. Nothing on this list can actually compare to that, okay? But, I mean, I got a couple. I got a couple that are kind of right up there, okay? Fighting with cops. Fighting with cops, that's a good one. Okay, fighting with cops, all right? Now, I got to tell you something. I don't know what has been going on here in South Florida, but... It seems to me like the cops have become increasingly aggressive and not for no reason, okay, because there's so much animosity out there now because of them and all the political nonsense, okay? So I kind of understand why they would be on edge, okay? But they don't have to be on edge for everybody, Correct. Okay. I mean, didn't you have an event the other night? Well, yeah, that was on my, that was like the number, I, I only wrote down stu- two of the dumbest shit things. Yeah. Well, the first, oh, that was, <laughs> that was the second one. The okay, archdiocese well, was the parlay. first. That's what I said. The, yeah, no, I, I just had an issue with a cop. Well, tell me about it. The cop, a sheriff, underneath the 17th Street Causeway <coughs> bridge, bridge, Yeah. which is a water taxi pickup location. Mm-hmm. Which all sorts of fools fish off of the seawalls. Right. With its construction crews basically right next to you. And there's no moored vessels from Port Everglades. No moored vessels from Port Everglades. The 17th Street Causeway Bridge is right there, so you only have Mm -hmm. about a quarter million people a day going over that thing. Right. But the cop, the sheriff, decided to come over to us who were fishing Mm -hmm. and told us we can't fish under the bridge because that's part of the port. Okay. Which is technically true. Yeah, technically true. Right. But if the water tax is allowed to operate there and the construction guys are allowed to work there and people are allowed to take pleasure rides by there. Yeah. People run through run their boats through there all the time. Then the fishermen should also be Absolutely. exempt from the rule. Sure. But this guy was such an asshole and a condescending, mean son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. As he pulled up to the boat mm-hmm. with this condescending attitude. And basically trying to antagonize the people in the boat to be an asshole to him because he was being such an asshole to us. Yeah. He must have missed the sale on donuts that day. Maybe. I yes sir, no sir him the whole time. I smiled. I tried not, okay. to, I tried not to get in an argument with yeah, him. Yeah. But I've had these issues... Not with all of them. Yeah. But no, it's usually only one but, or two. But some of them. Yeah, yeah. But in this day and age, after everything that went down last year, after all the bullshit, a cop wants to pick a fight with a fisherman? A cop yeah. wants to piss a fisherman off? Yeah. 
A cop wants to be unreasonable? Well, the I, you know... That's just, just dumb shit. That is dumb. That is dumb. Okay? Having, having said that, he should have recognized right away that you weren't going to be an asshole to him. Okay? You were, yes, you, you were being respectful to him. Dude, okay? all he had to do was ask me to leave. Yeah. All right? But instead, he wanted to act out. He wanted to be like that. Okay? And here we are talking about his dumb ass on on uh you know on on the, the podcast the podcast okay. world the podcast world okay and now we're extending this event that doesn't need any more uh you know discussion because it shouldn't even be an issue okay but people want to act stupid you're not one of them well, okay well, but people want to act stupid when they go fighting with cops well okay I, I, what on what planet is that acceptable it goes both ways is what I'm driving at. Well, it's, okay? it's, it's not acceptable in the normal workforce. Okay? No. And in the normal workforce, the assholes, for the most part, are weeded out through supply and demand and through labor freeing forces. Right. What we have going on with the guys with the badges and the guns, and it only happens with the guys in the badges and guns, if you notice that, or at least 99% of the time, they're the only ones that are pompous enough and have nothing to lose and can't lose their job or their status or whatever because they're never held accountable. And social workers. Social workers, <laughs> whatever. I'm sure there's some other ones. But but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, they're they not going to get in trouble for it. No. They're they, not going to lose their job for it. They're not, but at the same time, you know, they also have to understand they're under a tremendous microscope as well. Cons and they know it, okay? If one of your clients had decided to pick up his phone and click on the video and record that event, okay, that could have been a lot of trouble for him. And you know something? He should know that. He does know it. He doesn't care. Okay. He knows it. He doesn't care. And he honestly doesn't feel like he's going to be held accountable or he would not act that way, even if he felt that way. How many days when you're captain in that big boat do you feel like to treat people like an asshole? Uh, oh, every day. But right. That's the problem. No, but. That's why I lock myself away. But you don't. <laughs> but you don't. No, I don't. Right. And that's what I mean. Yeah. Only those guys. And yeah. I don't mean all the cops. And I don't mean everybody with a badge and a gun. But every time I get abused, it's somebody with a badge and a gun. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. That's it. And I don't know what it is. Maybe they think that, you know, they have to put up with enough abuse from all these other scrapes that when they finally come across a guy that they know is probably not going to give them trouble, that's the guy they choose to abuse. Maybe. Okay? I don't know what that is. I don't understand that dynamic. That's why we got it on the dumb shit list. It's dumb shit. It's dumb shit. It is dumb shit. Okay? I mean, it's totally dumb shit. Okay? Um, you know, we can't... What's today? The 11th? I don't know. Yeah, the 11th. Okay, the 11th. Okay? We oh. can't get away from dumb shit. Okay? And the biggest dumb shit event that takes place in Fort Lauderdale is looming. The dumb shit's already started. The dumb shit has started. I know you're going. Already started. Okay. And what am I talking about? Flibs. The Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show. Yes. Oh. Yes. It's the dumb shit Super Bowl weekend. Weekend. It's two well, months it's five long. Days. No, it's two months well, long. Well, it's, it's it's overall it's it's two months long. I count it from the day <laughs> they start pounding in the first piling. That was this week. That was, yeah, like 10 days ago. Yeah. So it starts, and then it lasts for two months, and everybody downtown Fort Lauderdale is held hostage and at torture uh -huh. until it's over, starting with the first piling that got pounded in. Yep. Now, maybe that didn't affect everybody, but it affected me because sure I whacked did. the shit out of the snook and the tarpon right there, and then every year I call it the end of the season because this is when they start pounding the pilings in and yep. changing the intercoastal waterway yep. for the almighty Fort Lauderdale Boat Show. Yeah. Because if it's part of the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show, you can do anything you want because... It's the boat show. It's the boat show. That's right. You have you have carte blanche. You can do whatever you want. It's like an open book. Speaking of the boat show and dumb shit, I'm going to bring up some dumb shit that happens in the boat show. Go ahead. All your conservation groups like CCA. Yeah. Probably Captains for Clean Waters is going to do it. Yeah. 
I don't know how many other foundations and so they get booths in the boat show. All right, so you're going to support Boatfish Tarp and Trust? Maybe. There. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. But being the eyes and ears and force of conservation, all these foundations, yeah. you would think they might take exception to them destroying the intercoastal waterway for two months out of the year. Oh, and yeah. Totally destroying it. It's like it's like uh, it's what? like buying a, it's like buying an electric car. Right. How are the manatees <laughs> and the turtles and the tarpon and the snooks and the mullets and all the little creatures that everybody is in love with that all these foundations yeah, yeah. are made of? And then they have a booth in the boat show. Yeah. So they can all take shits and throw their fucking pretzels and stuff right on top of them. Yeah. And they can destroy the intercoastal for two months out of the year. Tugboats. Friggin' 250-foot boats, bow thrusting, mud just everywhere. Everywhere. It's wrecked. It's just total yeah, chaos. it's wrecked. It's just like the biggest construction zone on the water that you could possibly get. Yeah. And then the CCA is going to be there raising money. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking yeah. about. It's true. F- FWC will be there. FWC will definitely be there. Telling you how important the- it is for you to buy a fishing license yeah. so shit like the boat show can happen. Yeah, exactly. So they're going to save... All- Dude... That you got me started on like I'm all. Telling you. There's a lot of dumb shit going on out there. Oh man, I mean, just just the presence of it. Okay, then the gates actually open. That's when the real dumb shit starts. <laughs> okay, but they were. I mean, I'm used to that kind of dumb shit. I know we all are. I'm used to that kind of dumb shit. I know. I like, but it's the people that go to the boat show. The boat show okay. people. The boat show people, and it's not just the boat show people. It's the people that are um, credentialed up. Okay, it's the people that all of a sudden those guys, it they may as well roll out a red carpet and have a backdrop for every time they show up someplace. Okay, because everybody in a in pressed pleated pants and uniform shirts. Anybody with credentials, they think they're rock stars. They really do. They think they are the rock stars in Fort Lauderdale. And they are for the week of the boat show. And they look down their noses at you. Okay. Dude. And they're just like, well, would you like to, you know. It's boat show week. And you know why, you know, you know how you know the who's who's out of the boat show people? How you know? Well, they get the credentials. Well, besides the credentials, is you get invited to certain boat show parties. Oh, yeah, the after parties. And then you know damn well who everybody is because they're so busy bragging about the parties that they're invited to that night. Yeah. Oh, they're name dropping. Oh, it's, it's serious name dropping. Big time. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and, and the worst part about it is it's the same people that show up year after year, okay? And they just they show up in the restaurants and they're still wearing their creds. Okay, don't do that. Do you Once know? you're out of the boat show, you're not important to anybody. You're right. You're really not that important anyway. Dude. You can be replaced. Yacht crews. Let me tell you something. Yacht crews, if you're going to be at the show, if you're going to be on any one of the boats, this is the one time of the year where your job is absolutely the most vulnerable. Okay. Right. No doubt about it, because there are a zillion other guys and gals that would love to have your job. All right. Out of the percentage of people that are walking the docks at the boat show, how many of them are looking for a job? This year, it will be very low, because nobody wants to work. Ah, I didn't think of that. Nobody wants to work this year. That's the other dumb thing. I would say normally, in a normal year, I'd say about 30% of the people that go to the boat show are... Or looking for a job. They're looking for something. I'd say the other 30% of the people yeah. are there without paying for a booth or anything, but yeah. soliciting whatever service or business they yeah. have. Yeah, those are those are the pimps. Then you have people like Busaka that go there for the food. <laughs> Who the fuck goes to the boat show for the food? Well, here's a, here's a better here's a better percentage uh, question on percentages. How many people actually go there to buy a boat? Oh. Percentage-wise. About... Two Maybe ten percent? No, I'd say more like two percent. Yeah, it's low. It's two percent. It's it's got to be low. It has to be low. Well, there's probably a way to gauge that, and they probably do. Dude, the real guys don't even go to a boat show anymore. The the guys that are buying the friggin', you know, twenty thirty million dollar sport fishes that are down there. Yeah, they're not doing it at the boat show. 
Well, I'm just Actually, saying. their boat is probably in the boat show. Well, they may be selling it, but they're not there looking for one. <laughs> like, who the heck, who the heck is, goes to the boat show to look at a merit? you got to get on a 10-year There are no merits in the boat Right, you got to get on a 10-year waiting list. It's no more merits. And then if you really want to look at a merit, you go to merits, where there's 10 fucking merits lined up. Yeah, no, there's no more merits. There's no more Rybovichs. There's there's still uh, Vikings. There might be a smattering of Bertrams. There might be a couple of Hatteras. But there's no more sport fish boats in the boat show. It's very, very small percentage. I remember when you used to be able to walk up the entire south side, okay, um, going from B Dock, okay. B Dock was always where your um, your your trawlers are, okay. That's where that was like trawler central, right. okay. And then C D and E Dock, that was all sport fish boats, okay. Now it's a very small percentage. It's yachts. It's small yacht. It's small to medium sized yachts, um, galleons and sea rays and sun seekers and just you know formulas and other stuff like that that's just not it's got not sport fishing is a very small percentage of of what the boat show is these days anymore it used to be 50 50 and what does that tell you it tells you that there's a sport fishing's on the out and you I don't think need, so too you don't need to go to the boat show to do that just go through the intercoastal on any given day and you look at everybody that's got their 38 foot yellow fin or contender or an invincible or whatever yeah. They get a shitload of nice-ass uh, cup holders on there. Yeah. They get the bean bags on board. Man. They get everything. And then, They like, get the five LPs. Right. But none of them can get a dozen. None of them can get no, a dozen. No, they can't get a dozen. Even out of the people that are out there, only a very small portion would even buy a dozen. Never mind catch a dozen. Well... And if they are sporting anything, they're usually sporting, like, an electric LP right now. Oh, Yeah. Which That's I got a no- hot ticket. I got nothing like against the electric LP. Yeah. I'm just if you're going to sport the electric LP, that means the other five days of the week you should be sporting whatever else it is that you're fishing for. But they're not. Right. They're only fishing for one thing. They're only sorting. Well, they're either sorting or catching fucking vermilions. Yeah. And that little shit yeah, like right, that. Right, right, right. Because that's like taking over. Yeah. Fuckers could do that just over and over. Even the real guys are freaking jumping in on that. Oh, yeah. No, there's some, there's, 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 there's a lot of guys that are doing that. But they're, but, but the chances of somebody sporting their LP on one of those big boats are pretty high, whether they're using it or not. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, I know a guy that just bought one, spent something like, I don't know, $56,000, $5,600, something like that on an LP. Okay, he's used it once. But he's got it. But he's got it, yeah. He's sporting that thing, too. <laughs> you know he's taking it out yeah. on the weekends. He knows damn well he ain't going way <laughs> offshore. You know, I just, I don't know. I mean... I'm not. I'm not trying to bash the sword guys, okay? Because they're going out there, and it's it's a discipline. I mean, it really is. It's it's a tremendous discipline. It's just, you know, and I kind of liken it to the blue marlin guys because it just takes so much discipline to go do it, okay? But at the same time, you know, if a guy can go out there in a twenty foot cobia. With a with an LP that costs as much as the boat, I mean, talk to me about, you know. Well, what about the guys that own an LP but don't own a boat? Because they're out there. <laughs> There's people that got full kite setups, full sets of internationals, friggin' everything. Don't got a boat. Yep. And you know what happens? They advertise on these on these fishing uh, Facebook pages. Hey guys, looking for a boat to ride out. I'm gonna be in the Keys next weekend. I've got all the setups. We'll chip in for fuel and bring the beer. This is a guy who's looking for a ride, but he's got he's got he put the cart before the horse. Yeah, and there's a big difference <laughs> between the guy that's looking for the ride and then there's other there, there's some dudes out there that have all the stuff. Yeah. That are like instant Sport fish captains, yeah, they got all the stuff. You call them up, they'll bring all the stuff to your boat, take you out there, and you, and they'll actually. And those people should have those the guys stuff are actually they're pretty in, smart. They're in business. Those guys are smart, and I'm going to tell you why. Go ahead. Because they're smart enough not to own a freaking boat. Those guys like Ben, uh, Benny, what's his name? Bogovic. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, shoot, I can't remember his last name. Look, anyway, there's a bunch of guys. Mi- hire uh, Mitchell's Captain like for hire. Mitchell's like that. You can you can you can call Mitchell yeah. up. He'll show up. He's got all the good stuff. Yeah, 
I've had a few gigs like that. So if you're making money, that's like, you know, those are your tools. That's an investment. Yeah. But then you get the guy that gets all that stuff because he just has to have the tackle. Yeah, no, he's a tackle hoe. Ta- tackle <laughs> tackle freak, gear freak. And, and I would say a lot of those guys are going to the boat show to check out the different Oh, there's no doubt about tackle. it. They're going to be in the Connolly booth. And they, it, it, it's important for them to meet the people that are making the tackle. <coughs> So yeah. they can be like, oh, oh dude, yeah. dude, I was with, you know. Oh, some of those guys even get hired temporarily as reps. You see that happening. Hired? They okay. do it for free. Oh, no, 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 no. The, well, they get a donut in the morning, and they get their credential, and they get to brag that they're working at the boat yeah, show. Yeah, that's yeah. about that's, all they're that's, getting. That's true, but, I mean, one thing, either way, okay, they're in there, and they've got their credentials, and they're, you know. Oh, you know, who, you know, out of whatever they're pimping. But, but you know who does pay well at the boat show? Who? And it shows the Budweiser. Exactly, the Budweiser girls. Yeah, the best of the best. They're, I did they're not, making a decent buck, and you can tell it's quality. I didn't go to the boat show last year because it was so lame. Did the Budweiser girls show up last year? Oh, I would. I'm gonna. I I, I don't know, like for a fact, but I would bet a thousand bucks on it. Let me tell you something. The boat, uh, the boating industry has been so good over the course of the past 18 months. It has been red hot that if this is not the biggest, baddest, best boat show that we have ever had in Fort Lauderdale, then there's something wrong. Oh, no, it is. I can tell by how many pilings are driving in the friggin' this, Intercoastal yeah. right now. They put an extra quarter mile on the thing. Yeah, they they're going to have to. Well, not, Pier 66 I, is not going to be open. How long, how long is it going to be till the boat show goes from the Los Olos Bridge all the way to Sunrise Harbor? Because it's, <sighs> it's damn near that far now. It's, it's, it's right up there. I don't know if they'll get it past uh, Sebastian Street, but they could run it up to Sebastian Street. Oh, and here's a little advice for all you mega yacht buyers. If you really want to see the nice mega yachts, you don't have to go and slum at the boat show. You can just simply walk behind Sunrise Harbor and take a good look at all oh, the absolutely. best ones. Yeah. Which... Or go to Island Garden Marina in, in Miami. They're there, too. Right. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Which brings me to the point is that's what I mean. We don't have to destroy the intercoastal every year for two months to see these mega yachts. Yeah, but we do. No, they do. Is that me? I can't believe it. No, they they do. All the people we were just talking about. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, look, it's everybody. Listen, the boat show's not going anywhere. We all know that. Okay. So. All we can do is just do our best to get around it. Oh, we make fun of it like we're doing And make now. fun of it because right. it, there's so much material there. There really is. <laughs> there's so much material. I mean, how about the people that go to the boat show, they wait in all this traffic, they pull right up to the, uh, right, as close as they possibly can because they think they know where all the parking is. Okay, and then they complain that the parking is a is is a hundred dollars, dude. Okay, dude. And they're and they're driving uh, pa- par- and they're driving a Chevy. Parking is a really sore subject with me right now in this city. I'm not kidding. You know, in the winter I go to Miami a lot, and I can get a pass to park in Miami, <clears throat> and uh, yeah. it's not cheap, but it's heck of a lot cheaper than for a letter. I'm paying four hundred dollars a month right now to run my charters at the boat ramp for parking. Yeah. 400 a month. That's crazy. That's New York City shit. That's nuts. That's insane. I have no idea why this phone is doing this. Because you don't have it on silent. No, I do. It's all the way down. You don't have it on silent. You should not. Uh, all right. I'm going to just turn this thing off. Okay. If you're listening out there and you've been texting me and dinging me and pinging me, here's another dumb thing that people do. Okay. okay? <laughs> you know what they do? I get texts at 630 in the morning. Texts. Texts. Who wakes up at 6 o'clock or 6.30 in the morning and decides it's a good idea to text Norm? Norman. Norman. I can't call you Norman. Oh, what the hell? They might kick you off podcast world. Would it ever occur to you, unless you were fishing and it was as a customer that should be up and moving around or somebody that was working for you, okay, what the hell? At 6.30 in the morning. At 6.30 in the morning. Dude, I don't even pay attention to, I don't even pay attention to life till 10.30 in the it's morning. It's socially unacceptable. It's socially unacceptable. I've been disenfranchised on. <laughs> I mean, really? Why? 
No, because people just assume that I get up at six o'clock in the morning like the rest of you fishermen. God, no. I'm on the, I'm on the opposite spectrum. I'm, yeah, no, no, I'm no. You're a night owl. Right. So when I what I mean by disenfranchised on yeah. is people call me and they assume that. Yeah, they think you're out getting bait or something. Right. They said, yeah. "Well, you get up early in the morning." I say, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa no, I go to bed early Jack. in the morning. Yeah. But, you know, no. they, they put me in that category with you people. Hey, listen. Let's talk. Let's just take a break from the dumb shit. Right. Okay. And talk about because I don't know if you talked about it on the podcast about that day you had with the worm. I have not talked about it on the podcast. Oh my god! You know something? I I do. I don't know if anybody knows this out there, but I do the uh, the weekly fisherman show. I do a piece on the Weekly Fisherman Show, and I give the Broward County Fishing Report. I did not. I purposefully left out that event. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Because I don't need all these Chuckalusky, uh wannabe Pathfinder guys coming down here and and trying this trying this out. Because what happened to you was nothing short of divine intervention. That I can't put it any other way. There's no mullets here. The mullet run is is not shown up yet. Okay. No, I think it was divine intervention. It had to have been divine intervention. I think it was, I think I got paid back by Mother Nature. For all those people that I put on fish and everything over the years. Yeah. They're like, damn, Captain Jeff's got his kid out. We're going to make this really special. Special, yeah. And what Norm's talking about is being a professional fisherman, you don't get the chance to fish with the kid as much as you would like. You know, you're always busy. And then on your days off. You don't necessarily feel like fishing. Right. So this time of year, and if you haven't listened to the podcast, the best six weeks of the year, this is part of the best six weeks of the year, is you do get a chance to fish with your kid. And my kid went out there and got six snooks, four redfish, three nice jacks, and a tarpon in a four-hour trip in the afternoon. That's crazy. In, four, in the afternoon, like gentlemen. Well, like me, anyway. Yeah. But anyway, in Fort Lauderdale. And the big thing about that is getting a slam like that in Fort Lauderdale just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. We don't catch I've never fish. heard. I've never heard of anybody getting an inshore slam in Fort Lauderdale. I've never heard it. Well, the worm. The worm did it. Crushed it. And um, the best thing about it, she didn't think anything of it. Well, yeah. I mean, she had a great time. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But she has no idea. Right. She hasn't She hasn't fell into all the bullshit. She hasn't processed that. Well, she hasn't fell into all the bullshit about slams and what's cool and what's not cool or whatever. Did you at least try to just sort of let her know that this was not normal? She threw it up on Instagram. And then she reeled up. She found out real quickly that that wasn't uh, just a good day out. Yeah. But I got to give it to the kid. One, for going out and having a great night with me that night. But yeah. two... The way she handled the pressure of people wanting her to give up the spot and the baits and everything. Well, she comes by that naturally. Dude, it was. Like, <laughs> I, I thought I was proud of her angling abilities. I was more proud of the way she handled everybody. Yeah. With her. Oh, where'd you catch those? What kind of bait? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and she's just kind of, you know, navigating through. And I was like. Live shrimp under a cork that I bought at Lauderdale Marina. <laughs> I was. Uh, yeah, thanks for bringing it up. I think it, there was a guy on is either Facebook or Instagram. He was like, "You should do a whole episode out of that with the worm," which I think I might just do. Yeah, that would be awesome. And it was funny because when we were going out that day, um, there was a lot of boat traffic and it was hot, and I was you know, neither one of us were thinking that it was going to be, you know, yeah, that type of epic day. Yeah, and then just kind of. It just happened. started materializing. Yeah, it just kind of happened. And now, when you caught the first redfish, you knew it was like, wow, that's really something. Right. I'm like, wow, that's a mullet run fluke. Yeah. But then when she lost like another three and then caught like another three, I was just like, yeah, this is a gift. I mean, that's, you know, I've let me tell you something. I've grown up in Fort Lauderdale m- most of my life, okay, since I'm nine years old. And I can count on one hand how many times I have seen redfish in Fort Lauderdale. Right. Okay. It just—it's just not a thing. No, I said in the post I caught—I caught three redfish in my life. Yeah. In Fort Lauderdale, <clears throat> all those thousands of days of fishing, and the worm caught four in one day, and they were good-looking redfish. Yes, they were. They looked healthy. They were not little—they weren't little rats. Yep. They were like you know probably just over slot or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. And um. Yeah, it was awesome. Can you imagine those guys at the ramp would? 
just cream themselves. They would. But those are the guys at the ramp. Which leads me to the other dumb thing I was going to bring up. I, 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 and? Fishing at the ramp is stupid. <laughs> I don't care who you are, okay? Here you are. L- listen, listen. We all fish for either of a couple of reasons. Either to bring fish home, to feed our families, or to have fun, and or both, okay? Most of the times, you're going to fish in a place where... There is the possibility, at least, of that happening. That does not exist at the ramp. Okay? It doesn't exist. How can it possibly be? Just why? Because you can just sit there and, and put your line in the water? Okay? That's what, that's, how stupid are you? You got all these boats, jet skis, pontoons, charter boats, boats passing by, boats flying down to get their, uh, their chowder at Southport. Okay, douchebags everywhere on that canal. It's the second busiest canal in all of Fort Lauderdale next to New River. Okay, and you decide that's a good place to fish? How stupid are you? All right, that's dumb. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. On the other hand, answer me this question, Norm. And since you feel that passionately about not fishing at the ramp, why do mullet always go to boat ramps? Why do mullet always go to boat ramps? Right. Of all the places that you might see a dozen... Because they're just as stupid as the people who fish there. That's a good answer, because I didn't think of that. That's a great answer. Mullets are not exactly the brightest fish in the world. Dude, mullets... They sit in one place and and, and, uh, uh, swim around in circles. That's mental retardation. Well, that's what the cops do in Boat Everglades. (laughs) But anyway, that's funny. That's a good answer, because... I think about that all the time. Of all the places where you're going to see a dozen, you'll yeah. see it at the ramp. At the ramp. Which adds to the problem with you're talking about is the massive amount of people that go to the ramp. I give people over the age of 70 a hall pass on fishing at the ramp, and I give people under the age of 20 a hall pass at fishing oh, at the ramp. Oh, God. When I was 12 years old, I knew where all the spots were in Fort Lauderdale. No, so, no, I no, don't my, agree with that. No, because it's different than when we grew up. These poor bastards are living at home. Right? Yeah. Especially the I youngsters. was living at home when but I was a kid. They need a place to go. There's plenty of places to they go. They need a place to hang out, sit in the back of the pickup truck, maybe have a couple of beers. And if they're going to do it at the boat <laughs> ramp... With so, the cops right next door. So be it. So be it. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I can think of a zillion other places that we used to hang out. And it wasn't at boat ramps. Okay, I mean, yeah, let's the, just face it. Listen, a zillion other places, what has happened there... They're is not what, as creative. Is, ...is what's going to happen at the boat ramp is they're going to be kicked, totally kicked out. But well, the 15th... saw the, that the fifth, letter I wrote. And they should yeah. be, because there's just too many people. Yeah. It's not like there's, you know, half a dozen people fishing and... You know, and they're destroying it, the place, too. They're destroying the place, and there's a bunch of problems with the whole thing. I get it. Yeah. But on the other hand... Kids should be able to fish at a boat ramp. No. I people disagree. that are over people that are over seventy should be able to fish at a boat ramp. People over seventy shouldn't even be fishing. That's bullshit. There's a lady <laughs> the lady and we did it we did a video with her. We did a video with her, the lady at the boat ramp who was catching pinfish. Yeah, I remember that. Got millions and millions of exposures. <laughs> <laughs> millions of exposures and I would hate to take that type of I knew, arena I knew away some, from that lady. I knew some I knew some old Ladies that used to fish the piers years and years and years ago. You remember Mackerel Annie? She was a Fort Lauderdale legend. Okay, and if you knew Mackerel Annie, when she came out on the pier, and she wasn't, she didn't always make a, like an early morning gray light appearance, but she'd show up there probably around seven, seven thirty, eight o'clock, you know. And man, when she came out there, she was she only did one thing. She threw her Crocs. Okay, and that was the only thing she ever did. And man, you better not be in her spot, and you better not cast over her line. You better not get in the way, much less cause her to lose a fish. For you youngsters, when he said Crocs, he didn't mean the shoe. Yeah. He meant a crocodile spoon. Crocodile spoons. spoons. No, he, dude. Yeah. Don't speak past the youngsters, because mm. a lot of them, when they, when they hear Crocs. No. They probably do you, don't even know what sidewinders are. The kid, they probably think it's a missile. But the kids sport the piss out of Crocs, the shoe. Yeah, I know. They're the worst shoe. I've had more. I, I've had more people bust their ass during oh, on my boat that were wearing Crocs. Crocs. 
They're absolutely, you know, something I, I'm almost to the point where when I book a trip, I ask them specifically not to wear Crocs because they will. And I've had plenty of people bust their ass on the boats with Crocs. They're not, you know what Crocs are? Crocs were invented as wading shoes. That's why they got all the holes in them. Right. So when the wade fishermen would get all the mud and stuff in their uh, in their in their shoe, they when they get... come out of the water, it just rinses right out. Yeah, that's what wade, that's that's what they're meant for. Okay. There's going to be shitloads of people sporting the piss out of their Crocs at, at the, the boat show. Boat oh my show. god. It's going to be, I, you know something, I wouldn't be at all surprised if Crocs didn't just have themselves their own booth. And it should be like right next to Yeti. <laughs> well, pretty soon it's going to be all companies like Crocs and Yeti. Yeah. I mean, kind of is now. Yeah. I don't know, I think the boat show thing, I think that's more like an excuse for Yeti and the Crocs to sell a bunch of shit. Oh, of course it is. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, look. And Budweiser. Budweiser, Crocs, and Chamois. Chamois are big Chamis. sellers. Chamois are big sellers. I don't know. And what is it with people who are selling Chamois that always wear a headset and a microphone? They're Chamois. And they stop. And people stop. But they see a guy. They see a guy in a Chamois booth. And they see him with a, with, with a headset on. And it... The, if you put a headset on anywhere, people will stop and stare at you. It doesn't even matter what you're saying, what you're selling. Yeah, that's why we don't have any windows in the studio here. They'd be outside looking in. Oh, it would be like it would be like uh, up in Times Square. Okay, there would be people just gathered out here. It's ridiculous. Do people go to Times Square anymore? Yeah, I'm sure they do. I thought shit hit the fan up there. You could get beat up, a lot of crime and shit going on. Yeah, but it's New York. It's Times Square. They used to you expect have, that stuff. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to follow the times. <laughs> just trying to read between the lines what's oh, really going on Oh, here's another dumb there. thing. If you're from New York and you come to South Florida, don't tell everybody that you're from New York. Because you know what? It's not really a point at which we're going to look at you and go, wow, that's really great. And 80% of... We're not impressed. Just to enlighten the New Yorkers, 80% of you, we already know that you're from New York. You, yeah, know, you don't oh, have yeah. to tell us. no. No, 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 no. That's true. You don't have to say a word. But New York is a perfect example of extremes. Like mm -hmm. when you have a, a, an asshole from New York. Yeah. Oh, is it extreme? Yeah, oh, always. But then you get really good guys from New York. Yeah, but they make a point to tell you that they're not from the city. The good guys from New York are from upstate. There's they're some, like Buffalo. There's some guys in the city and stuff that are good. Not too many. Not many, but when they're good, they're extremely good. Well, they have to be. Ever tell you a story? They have to go over and above beyond. Did I ever tell you a story about Ray, my one-legged angler? No. You don't know about Ray, my one-legged angler? <laughs> no. God, I should do a whole podcast. I should not even be laughing at that. Well, he would laugh. It's funny. He's, <laughs> he's got a good sense of humor. Good. So, Ray, my one-legged angler, okay? He lost his leg. We won't get into that. Yeah. And he is a... Was he standing up? Like, does he have a prosthesis yeah, or he is he a, sitting down? Yeah, he has a fake leg. Okay, all right. State-of-the-art fake. Yeah, yeah, nice. And he is a... Force Gump style. He has a big physical therapy business in uh, New York City. Yeah. So he gets on my boat. This is like fucking 12 or 15 years ago. Okay. And I book him. He gets on my boat, and he sounds like Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> I mean, there isn't like a word that comes out of his mouth that Little isn't a boy girl, blue. right? Talking he about the money, the girlfriends, <laughs> the private areas. I mean, the worst of the worst. And I'm like, oh my god, I got five hours on the boat with this guy, and I'm thinking to myself, this is going to be like the day from hell. So it was the shortest five hours you ever had. He actually, he actually, you learned that he wasn't a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. And then by the end of the trip, you kind of liked him. Yeah. And then he booked again, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's Ray, the one-legged guy. And you start laughing because you think yeah, about yeah, how yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, 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 that's how you remember him. And then I got plantar fasciitis, and oh. I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to keep my fishing career. Oh, man. So I'm telling Ray about my plantar fasciitis. Yeah. So He's like, cut it off. When Ray gets Keep home, going. when Ray gets home, because he treats a lot of people Jeez. with plantar fasciitis, yeah, yeah. he sent me these special shoes and these braces and instructions and everything how to cure my plantar fasciitis. So he went from being the guy that I couldn't think of spending five hours with to being the nicest dude in the world. Yeah, yeah. And I've taken him and his family fishing out probably fifty times in the last 
10 yeah. years. Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. The people that you can meet doing this. I mean, it's, it's really amazing. I try not to talk to too many people because I don't like them that much. But when you're fishing with them, yeah, you got to talk to them. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, I mean, when I'm doing my thing in Miami, no, no, no. You know? I, had a late, I had a girl the other night. She comes down, and she's half drunk, and she says, hey. She says, what do you like best about, uh, what do you like best about running, running boats? I said, the solitude of being able to sit here by myself and not get bothered by people. Who, who's giving the tip at the end of the night? Oh, man, they love me. <laughs> I don't know why. Was, is it the, is, it's like that. It's not the passengers, right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody no, else no, is tipping? It is. No, it's the passengers. The passengers yeah, tipping? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. They have no reason to. They like the grumpy old cat. I'm just a total dick to these people, and they love it. It's like Dick's Last Resort. You remember that restaurant? <laughs> there was a there was a, there was a restaurant called Dick's Last Resort, and the whole reason to even go there is to just get totally abused. I did, yeah. By the help, I never been. And there, they did, and they were very successful doing it. Oh God, it. yes. People loved it. Ah. so that's where you run the boat. It's pretty much. I'm the same way with the crew. All right, <laughs> they're happy to see me. I don't understand why. <laughs> it's kind of like the people in the podcast. Let me ask you a question. Go yeah, on. let me ask you a question. If you couldn't fish, right. let's just say tomorrow that the Coast Guard said, nope, we're not going to renew you. Okay. What would you do? I would go fishing and, and they wouldn't catch me anyway, but I know what you're, I know what you're getting at. What would I do as, yeah. as something else? Hmm. I don't know. I would be a bridge tender. Bridge tender. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I would be a bridge tender. That's 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 the whole retirement plan. Yeah, I got that going for me, which is nice. Do you know anybody downtown where you can get the bridge tender job? Because I don't think they're just handing that out. That, actually, they are. Really? Have you seen the people that are bridge tenders? Yeah. But the thing is, okay, I can only be a bridge tender in Hallandale. I really can't be a bridge tender in Fort Lauderdale because how, how many bridge tenders are in Hallandale? There are. I only know well, one. there there's well there's really between Hollywood. And let's just say Sunny Isles. Uh, no, Broad Causeway. Okay. So roughly like North Miami Beach to Highlanddale. That's so the get, only place where I can five, really be. Five jobs. Okay. Five jobs available. No, no, no. Well, probably only one. Okay. And the reason why is for whatever the reason, all of those bridge tenders have that northern accent. It's the only place where that exists in South Florida. Okay. You go, you get to uh, Dania Beach and you go north. All right. All those guys, they have weird accents. I don't know what it is. You can't even you can't even understand some of them. Okay, now this is excluding New River. New River, I could never be a bridge tender on New River. There's too much traffic and everybody's too friendly. I don't like that. Over. Okay. Yeah, what is the, what is that? Why are people over friendly to bridge tenders? Well, I'll tell you why. On New River, it's because most of the times that the people that are requesting the bridge openings are professional mariners. Most of them, most of them, okay. I'm I'm cool with being friendly. It's probably about sixty or seventy percent are pros. Okay, they're on a first name basis with their bridge tenders. I'm no, and I'm perfectly cool with being friendly and being okay. on a first name, but over friendly. Yeah, like there's a lot of over. It's like they're they're as over friendly as people are with cops. It reminds me of the old sometimes. All right, what was what was the what was that movie? Burt Reynolds was in. With the trucks, convoy. Convoy. Convoy, where they're all on. That the, was a Burt Reynolds movie. I don't remember. I think that. so. Yeah, Burt was in that. No, but anyway, convoy, where all the guys were on the on the. You're thinking of Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, maybe, maybe a combination of the two. But they were on the they're on the they're on the VHF or oh, the yeah, CB. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And they're all talking to one another, yeah. and they got all the damn handles. Oh uh, yeah. No, you're all, thinking of Smokey and the Bandit. They're all over talking. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they do with the bridge tenders and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like over-friendly, over-talking, over-adjective. Yeah, but I couldn't be one of those bridge tenders. I would have to be anywhere between, say, Hollywood Boulevard and Broad Causeway because all of those guys are like grumpy old New Yorkers. <laughs> caution, caution, caution. The Hallandale Boulevard Bridge is preparing to open. All requesting vessels, please remain outside the fender system until the bridge is fully erect. Fucking A. <laughs> That's him. That's pretty good. That's him. That That's pretty... him. I've been practicing. I'm telling you. That's I would nail that interview. Well, if you ever apply. $12 an hour. $12.15 an hour. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> Benefits. Yeah. I'm in. 
It's better than Walmart. They have to get free parking because it's twelve fifteen an hour. I think they charge six an hour to park down close to the beach, so they'd only be netting like six. So. Well, I think most of those guys lived in live live in assisted living centers now, so they probably just get that free beach shuttle thing. Yeah. So they got the whole system like wired. All right. Anything else left on your dumb shit list that I, you want to go well, over? Well, I shut my phone off, okay? I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that's on that list, okay? So but the dumb shit list was on your phone that you the, had to turn off because you couldn't figure out a silence? I Ross kept it. calling me. <laughs> Till next time. There's so many dumb things. There's T- so many dumb things. We'll, we'll pick it up next time. People You're, that drive on the stretch really slow, and then when it when it and then when when it's time to get into the passing lane, okay, they drive like Mario Andretti, and then they go back to forty miles an hour. Kill me now, Norm. Thanks for being on the Real Guy Podcast. Hey, I appreciate being here. As usual, we've solved most of the problems in South Florida and most of the world. So thanks for that. Yeah. And That's what I, we're here for. And I hope you feel better. I do. You know, because it's a little bit of therapy. Everybody knows that this is Captain Norm's therapy yep. session. Yep. And um, I got to say, you were a little stressed out when we started the recording today. And now I'm going to I feel you- like I got a little bit of, of it off my chest. You know, I mean, a lot of it's personal stuff. So, you know, I'm not going to discuss it on the podcast. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. Anyway, Norm, thanks for being here. And, hey, uh, thanks a lot. Run that dog. Run that dog. <laughs>